Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the second episode this week of the Williamsville Wire. You know, we apologize that the uh, audio came out kind of scratchy, kind of thumpy in the first episode that we put out uh, this week. Um, you know, I think that we might have gotten caught up in, you know, quantity over quality, um, and that just won't happen again, um, you know. So we're going to get back to the roots. We're going to get back to pumping out uh, quality uh, podcast episodes along with quality videos. Uh, last week, a hectic week, you know, working on getting the video board stuff uh, up and ready, but, you know, it was an amazing week, um, a fun week at Williamsville, homecoming week. Bullets got the 42 to 14 win over Olympia in the homecoming game uh, Saturday night. You know, great time at the uh, homecoming dance for all of the WHS students. So just a great week capped off with some great uh, weekend festivities. Um, but you know, we're we're back and rolling here uh, at the Williamsville Wire. I'm Seth Coons. Um, in the episode that came out earlier this week, I was joined by Kyle Hubner, Cole Brewer, and Nathan Simcoe. Uh, they were unable to make it today, so it's just me here, but, you know, I, I took some notes from them uh, on Sunday when we initially recorded, and then, uh, so I'll be using those uh, today in the episode. But without any further delay, let's take a hop right into boys golf. Boys golf, huge match coming up this week. They have a huge match on Wednesday, Wednesday morning, 9.30 a.m. They tee off at the rail for the Sangamo Conference meet. Um, Williamsville, the reigning Sangamo Conference champs, uh, they lost, uh, Ryan Ferris and Caleb Stunkel, uh, two huge members of that team last year. Um, but you know, this year stepping up, we've got Cole Brewer, Will Seaman, Carson Conklin, uh, Trey Carter, names that you have heard all season. Uh, those are great golfers for the Williamsville Bullets. You know, Williamsville, they're going to go out, they're going to look to defend that uh, Sangamo Conference Championship. And taking a look at things, you know, just talking to Cole, you know, this team's confident. They're rolling with a lot of confidence right now. Uh, one uh, team to watch, you know, that they have history with in this Sangamo uh, Conference uh, meet. The Moreau Forsyth Trojans. Williamsville has split so far this season with Moreau Forsyth. 164 to 166, Williamsville comes out on top in that last match. So it would be huge if the Williamsville Bullets could come out, have a huge day on the course, really just separate themselves from the rest of the Sangamo Conference. But, you know, they, they know that this Sangamo Conference, it's not going to be something easy to uh, take over. You know, you talk to the guys, they talk about the great golfers out of Port, the great golfers out of Maroa. So a lot of respect from this boys golf team to the rest of the Sangamo Conference, but they definitely have a goal. They've definitely been rolling uh, really well um, throughout the course of the season. Uh, Sangamo Conference on Wednesday, and then on Saturday, you've got your Sangamon County match, and you know they'll take on the likes of SHG and Springfield in that one. So a couple big matches coming up for this Williamsville uh, Bullet Golf Team. Uh, but also some huge matches coming up for this girls golf team as we take a dive into them. They also have their Sangamo Conference match coming up on Wednesday. They've golfed uh, three days in a row by the point that they get to Wednesday. So, you know, talking to Cole Brewer, he talks about, you know, being in the right headspace, being able to shake off whatever happened the day before. If what happened the day before wasn't a good day, you know, that, that's got to move on to the past. You can't replay that round. And he talks about taking it shot by shot. You can't get too caught up 
in the last shot that you just had. Um, you got to keep moving forward. So he really brought up how big the mental side of golf is. And it's definitely going to be an exciting day uh, for the boys golf team and for the girls golf team as they both look to defend their Sangamo Conference crowns. Both of these teams coming into this definitely have a lot of junior leadership. You know, you take a look at the boys team, as we mentioned, Cole Brewer, Will Seaman, those guys, they have been putting up great scores all year. And then you take a look at the other side, the girls golf team, Naomi Roberts, Zoe Beard, they've been putting up great scores for them. And then, you know, the senior leadership is there as well for both of these teams. So these two teams, uh, comparable, uh, both of them hold the Sangamo Conference crown, as we mentioned. So it will be fun to see if they can go out to the rail, you know, their home course. To, so to win the Sangamo Conference match on your home course, that would be huge uh, for the Bullets, and hopefully they can do that. The Wire wishes them the best of luck. Once again, they tee off at the rail at 9.30 a.m. But at this time, we will take a turn over to volleyball. But before we take our turn over to volleyball, a quick word from our first sponsor of the day, Carter Bros Lumber. Carter Bros has been around the Sherman and Williamsville area, and as long as they've been around, they have been supporting Williamsville Bullet Athletics. We were happy when we added them as a sponsor. You know, they uh, provided us an audio mixer and some headsets. You heard those headsets on Friday night if you were listening to the uh bullet football games broadcast on the nfhs network great people over there they've been supporting bullet athletics go on ahead go support them carter bros at two carter lane in springfield illinois proud supporters of williamsville bullet athletics and the williamsville wire so at this time we take a turn over to volleyball the volleyball team posting a 10 and 4 record before they head into tonight's sangamo conference matchup against athens a huge matchup for this volleyball team. They have proved themselves over the course of the season, you know, with impressive wins in the Mount Pulaski tournament. It's gotta make you excited. They posted wins against Hartsburg Emden, Eastland, New York, Menden Unity. The only loss is Talena Winslow. Um, Williamsville one and O in the conference so far this season with a two O win against Riverton. And take a look at Williamsville and Athens. You know, this game has History dating back to last season, you know, Coach Beard's first season as head coach, you know, that team, they started off a little slow, kind of a feeling out process, not the record that they necessarily wanted to have, but you could tell that something big was going to happen for that volleyball team. They just needed some time to get things rolling, and eventually they did get things rolling. They advanced to the regional championship, you know, they beat Athens in the regional semifinal, so that's... It's, it's been a Sangamo Conference rivalry. This year, it should be a huge game. You know, both of these teams coming in uh, with 10 wins on the season. Williamsville posting a 10-4 record. Athens posting a 10-6 record. They seem to be pretty even teams when they take the court. Um, I think if you're this Williamsville Bullet team taking your home court tonight, you're going to have the home faithful behind you. I think that Dave Root Court should be rocking. For this game so it's going to be exciting stuff make sure to head on out to Dave Root Court we're going to get this posted as soon as possible hopefully this episode's out by uh, 5 30 or you know 6 p.m. so you'll you'll have an hour once you've listened to this uh, podcast to head on over to Dave Root Court in Williamsville pack the gym huge conference matchup between the Williamsville Bullets 
and the Athens Warriors is Williamsville, they're going to look to stay undefeated in the Sangmo Conference and just keep gaining momentum. You take a look at this upcoming schedule. Four Sangmo Conference opponents coming up for them. Uh, those Sangmo Conference opponents uh, tonight for sure against the Athens Warriors. Then on Thursday at 7 p.m. they play Auburn. Then they head to a tournament where they're going to take on two Sangmo Conference teams. The county tournament this weekend on Saturday. Uh, they take on New Berlin to open. That's at 2 p.m. And then they make a quick turnaround. And then they play Pleasant Plains at 4 p.m. Plains sat atop the Sangamo Conference last year, a great run to the state championship for them, and they return a lot of those players that they had last year. So that is definitely going to be a test for the Williamsville Bullets, but I think it's a test that Williamsville um, welcomes as they take the court against Pleasant Plains in the Sangamon County Tournament. And then they get another shot at Plains on Tuesday the 27th. That is also at home, so definitely head on out. 7 p.m. next Tuesday as well to see the Williamsville Bullets take on the Pleasant Plains Cardinals. Then next Thursday, they will play Olympia. We'll dive deeper into those next week's games um, during next week's episode. Uh, but taking a look at this week's games, you know, you got Williamsville, Athens. We've touched on that. Should be a huge game. Good atmosphere, good rivalry, a long-standing Sangamo Conference rivalry. Then they take on the Auburn Trojans. That game is away. To win a Sangamo Conference game is huge, but to be able to go into somebody else's gym and take that game, that would be huge for the Williamsville Bullets as well. And then they head to some neutral uh, tournament play as they take on the New Berlin Pretzels and the Pleasant Plains Cardinals. So a big week for this Williamsville uh, Bullet team, and I think that the Bullets could definitely be sitting well at the end of this week, and I think that this week is really going to give us a feel of where this Williamsville bullet team is we know that they've looked good throughout the course of the season They are a very good volleyball team, but it's going to give us a sense of where they sit within the Sangamo conference At this time we take our turn over to Williamsville bullet boys soccer But first a word from another one of our sponsors law automotive having any car trouble head on over to 1817 West Jefferson Street great people great help great service over at Law Automotive, proud supporters of the Williamsville Wire and Williamsville Bullet Athletics. So, you know, you take a look at this Williamsville Bullet soccer team. They have a record of 10-5 and five on the episode that was posted yesterday that we did talk about the Carlinville game, just kind of what was leading up to it. And one of the questions that we had is, how would the Bullets look moving back to the grass field? We noted that, you know, uh, there was a big change when they moved from grass onto the turf. We wondered if there would be kind of that curve again, and there was not. This Williamsville Bullet team, they came out, they put up a 5-0 win over the Carlinville Cavaliers. That is four straight shutouts for this Williamsville Bullet team. You know, after a three-game uh, losing streak, you kind of wondered, how's this Williamsville Bullet team going to respond? And they respond with four shutouts in a row, a 1-0 win against Peoria Christian, a 5-0 win against Pleasant Plains, a 8-0 win against North Mac, and a 5-0 win against Carlinville. And one of those concerns that me and Simcoe had talked about the entire year with this Williamsville Bullets soccer team, especially as you head into the postseason, was can the Bullets find somebody else to score? You know, last season against Beardstown in the regional championship, we noticed that Beardstown really keyed in on Cam Fry, really limited him throughout the game. 
um, and Bullets ended up losing that game. So this year, one of those key uh, goals for this Williamsville soccer team had to be find some more offensive playmakers, and they've done just that. You know, Jacob Park, he's starting to find the back of the net now. He had a hat trick against North Mac along with Cam Fry, also having a hat trick. You know, Sawyer Woods, he's come up big. Um, some other guys on offense like Tyler Campbell, you know, Owen Tim, you know, they're, they're going to make some offensive contributions throughout the course of the season. And then you got Colton Lazier and Gavin Stoll, you know, two great defensive players that have really helped in these shutouts. You know, yesterday, Carlinville did not have an attempt on the goal. So a great job by the midfielders and the defenders on this Williamsville Bullet soccer team to where Colton Mazir was just able to kind of stand back there. If anything would have gotten near the net, I'm sure he would have done a great job in defending it, but you know, he, he was just able to kind of relax for a game. So great stuff by this Williamsville Bullets soccer team. They're a hot team. They're going to continue to look hot, I think. You take a look at their upcoming schedule. They take on Olympia on Thursday at 4.30 p.m. for a Samo Conference matchup in Olympia. Then on Saturday, they're back at home against St. Thomas More. Then on Monday, they have another Sangamo Conference game at home, 4.30 p.m. against the Riverton Tri-City Co-op. Then next Tuesday, the Williamsville Bullets have their senior night to honor um, all of their seniors and all the hard work that they have put in against Warrensburg, Latham, Moroa, Forsyth. Non-conference matchup at home, 4.30 p.m. Next Tuesday, the 27th, uh, it's, it's hard to believe that you know these guys are celebrating their senior night you know this senior class has had a lot of great success across all sports i've been able to uh, come up all through the years with this senior class so it's been a lot of fun to cover these guys this season uh, my classmates so just to see them have senior night you know it it really shows you how quick these seasons can progress and how quick you know their final year of high school uh, can progress as well but big things on tap for this Williamsville bullet soccer team um, it's gonna be it's gonna be fun to watch they're on fire right now I think they'll continue to be hot they'll continue to play hot going into the postseason once we get to the postseason you know all those storylines that we've gone over throughout the season they just get a little bit bigger and then you add the excitement of postseason uh, soccer but at this time, it is time for us to head over to Sangamo Conference Review and Sangamo Conference Preview. But first, a quick word from our final sponsor of the day, Fire and Ale. If you've been listening to the Williamsville Wire, you know that after each home game, me and Simcoe and Caden Crowder will head on over to Fire and Ale. Fire and Ale will help us out, give us some dinner, give us some space in the in their back room to set up a post-game show. And it has been amazing to work with them throughout the year. Just great people over there, a great staff. They help us, you know. They end up staying later than they would probably want to, but we thank them for all of their help. Um, so great people over at 135 Illini Boulevard in Sherman. Whether you're craving mac and cheese, a horseshoe, a calzone, a pizza, a burger, they have you covered over there. Once again, Fire Nail, 135 Illini Boulevard in Sherman, Illinois. Support us, support them, support the Williamsville Bullets. But at this time, we will take our turn over to Samo Conference Review. We start off with a game between the New Berlin Pretzels and the Pittsfield Sockies. New Berlin took that one 39-7. 
12 to 7 in favor of New Berlin as they headed into halftime. So give credit to the New Berlin pretzels. They went in, they uh, took a look at some things, they came out with their adjustments, and they had a great second half of football. Taking a quick look at the stats from the game, looking passing-wise, Ben Hermes was the quarterback for New Berlin. Nine completions, 17 attempts, 206 yards, three touchdowns, one interception. So a solid night for him. Look at rushing. Kevin Howell, he's continued to impress us this season. We knew that he was going to be good coming in this season. And, you know, he's definitely lived up to that. 15 carries, 47 yards, two touchdowns. So not too many yards per carry, but he was making those carries count as he hit pay dirt twice. Uh, then you take a look at the receiving stats. Kevin Howell, one reception for 25 yards and a touchdown. In Flynn Tyree, three receptions for 78 yards, one touchdown. You take a look over at the Pittsfield side of things. Javen Petty, he was in the backfield, 10 completions, 19 yards, one touchdown. And, you know, like we've been talking about all season, you know, this Pittsfield team, they saw one heck of a schedule in the first four, five weeks of the season. You take a look at their first four weeks, a lot of notable competitors. They've had Athens, they've had Olympia, they've had Williamsville, they've had New Berlin, and then this week, week five, they take on the Moroa Forsyth Trojans. So it doesn't get tougher than that for your first five weeks of the season. But I think that from that tough front five schedule, you know, those back four games, it's going to be a tested Pittsfield Sockies team. It's going to be a hungry Pittsfield Sockies team. I think they're going to come out. They're going to play till the very last whistle of the season uh, because, you know, that, that's what Coach Ferguson and his guys do. I'm very excited for what Coach Ferguson will be able to do for this team uh, in the future. I think that you're going to start seeing that Pittsfield team, you know, kind of start to move up in the ranks of the Sangmo Conference. Coach Ferguson... A great guy over there. You can tell that he has a vision. You can tell that um, he wants to do things the right way over there. And I think that at the end of the day, when you can do that and you can have a goal at the end of the day as to what you want your program to look like, you're going to start seeing success, you know, definitely in the future. Uh, we we talk about it. Those first couple seasons with a brand new head coach, they can be they can be difficult seasons. It can be a feeling out process. So. Um, ju just still wishing the Pittsfield Suckies the best of luck over there um, because th this is not a bad football team, you know. A lot of people will look at 0-4 and, you know, they'll kind of dismiss the Pittsfield Suckies. But I was impressed with what the Pittsfield Suckies were able to do when they played the Williamsville Bullets, you know. You'd see those passing lanes open. You'd see those rushing lanes open and then... You know, they kept this game close throughout the first half. You know, maybe it was just a sense of home field advantage, New Berlin. They had a, something a little bit extra in the tank. They were able to go out there um, in the second half with their adjustments, and they were able to move the ball. You will have those scenarios in a football game, but uh, I just give props to uh, Pittsfield throughout the first four weeks of this season, a tough schedule. And then I definitely want to give props to the New Berlin Pretzels. They're three and one at this point in the season. You know they've played a good schedule. Um, they're only lost to the Auburn Trojans, but that back five games of their schedule definitely gonna be a test for them. 
They see each of those top three Sangamo teams. They see Athens. They see Williamsville. They see Maroa. Um, this week they play Olympia, and then they round out their season with the Pleasant Plains Cardinals. So some big weeks coming up for New Berlin, but definitely impressive stuff. Them getting to 3-1 and one on the season, there has to be a good buzz going around the program over there. I was looking at something, um, according to River Valley Sports, uh, check them out on Twitter at RVS underscore highlights. Um, it's the first time since 2015 that this New Berlin Pretzel team has started out 3-0. and So, you know, you take a look at what Seth Hill and his coaching staff have been able to do there. Uh, the senior leadership provided by uh, Kevin Howe and all those other guys on that New Berlin Pretzel roster. I think that it is going to be very fun to watch this New Berlin Pretzel team the rest of the way. Uh, they, they have some huge games coming up down the stretch. So definitely be checking out the Sangamo Conference standing, seeing where they uh, shake out because, you know, it's, it's a sprint to the end uh, for all of these teams as we, as we near the fifth week and the back half of the season. But at this time, we take our turn to another matchup in the Sangamo Conference from last week, the Riverton Hawks and the Maroa Forsyth Trojans. Uh, Maroa ends up winning that game 77-7. to and you take a look at that score, that is a tough game, uh, you know, for the Riverton Hawks. Um, Riverton was able to run back a kick return in this one to open the game. So, uh, you know, you take that small victory there, you know. Uh, talking to Nathan Simcoe throughout the course of the week, he said, you know, each of these teams, of course you want to win the game, but you definitely want to set little goals for your team to achieve throughout the game. You know, if your team hasn't been doing too hot, you don't have the best record in the Sangamo Conference, you know, you want to take those little wins week by week. And, you know, that kick return uh, by Terrence McIntosh to open the game for the Riverton Hawks, you know, that's impressive stuff from Riverton. Uh, Moreau Forsyth, a very established team in the state of Illinois and now in the Sangamo Conference. Um, so good stuff by Riverton to return a kickoff, and then, you know, I think we just saw a case of Moreau Forsyth has the dudes, they can do it, so, you know, they did it. And uh, 10 rushing touchdowns, an impressive showing from Moreau Forsyth, an impressive showing by Josh Joseph and his squad, um, and talking about, you know, Josh Joseph and everything that he has done. You know, I think that this is a game that from the other sideline, Coach Piper looks on Joseph and his staff, and he thinks, you know, Maroa, as great as they are now, you know, it had to start somewhere. Riverton, I believe that they can work their way back up. They have the new facilities. You know, they have something to really attract people, and I think they have a great coach in Colton Piper. I think that right now it's just kind of difficult uh, for them. They've played some good competition through the first half of the season and they're better for it. Um, I think that it's going to be fun to see where this Riverton Hawk program can go these next couple of years. But just going to take a quick dive into the rushing stats for the Moreau Forsyth Trojans. Jacob Blanc with two touchdowns. Um, Jalen Kaiser also with two touchdowns uh, 
Andre Harden with one touchdown, Caden Maurer with one touchdown, and the big guy on the day, Aiden Riser, seven carries for 22 yards, but he hit the end zone four times. So anytime you have a guy scoring four touchdowns, you know, that's going to be a great week for you and your team. And we'll see if Maroa can keep the momentum rolling as they head into next week. But at this time, we take a turn and we look at the Pleasant Plains Cardinals and the Port of Blue Jays game from last week. Pleasant Plains wins that game 49-22. to A big win for the Pleasant Plains Cardinals. You know, me and Simcoe, we talked about it. Um, it had been a while since the Pleasant Plains Cardinals had been able to see themselves on the right side of that scoreboard. They got off to a 2-0 start last year. Dropped the last seven games of the season. Off to the 0-3 start this year. So a huge win for Coach Hamilton and his team. We're excited for them. Um, anytime a Sangamo Conference team uh, that hadn't had the most success in the past gets a win, you know, it's it's a good feel across the rest of the Sangamo Conference. We're pulling for all those teams. Because whenever you see great uh, competition throughout the course of the season, you're better set for when you head into the playoffs. But once again, just to repeat myself, 49-22 win for the Pleasant Plains Cardinals. Um, it's going to be fun to see where both of these teams go throughout the course of the season. Plains gets that win this week. Plains plays Porta. Then they take on Riverton, uh, then Olympia before playing Williamsville week 8 of the season. So definitely a big couple games for this Pleasant Plains team. If they get a win this week, you know, against the Riverton Hawks, move to two and three on the season, they really start nearing back into that playoff conversation. So a lot of fun storylines coming up for the Sangamo Conference. But at this time, we take a turn to a game that headed into last week. It had a lot of hype around it, and it lived up to that hype. The Athens Warriors taking on the Auburn Trojans. This game needed overtime to decide the winner, so got some free football in Auburn um, as the Athens Warriors won 22-14. A lot of fun. A lot of fun to check the score in this one. Me and Nathan Simcoe, we were sitting in the booth in Williamsville, and we could not stop refreshing our phones to see what was the latest from Auburn, and eventually we found out 22-14 win for the Athens Warriors. Let's take a dive into the Athens stats passing-wise. You know, last year we saw a offense from Athens that really introduced the pass. Not too different this season. Drew Cushman, 3 of 5 for 63 yards. And, you know, you still expected that rushing offense to be where it needed to be for the Athens Warriors. And it still is. Cameron Bigger, 11 carries, 51 yards, 1 touchdown. Corey Craig. 13 carries, 48 yards, also a touchdown. Take a look at the Auburn side of things. Talon Kern, 12 completions, 22 attempts, one touchdown. Uh, Mr. Lancaster, uh, 15 carries, 93 yards for one touchdown. So Jackson Kern was on the receiving end of the touchdown pass in that one. So a lot of good stuff happening in Auburn. Auburn, you know, now they move to 2-2 two and two on the season, but they have played Athens and Maroa. That's where the two losses come from. So I'm not too worried about, you know, that record on the 
Auburn Trojans, I think that they've looked great these first four weeks of the season, and they're going to look great the last five weeks of the season. So exciting stuff in Auburn. I'm excited that Coach Gardner, you know, we're kind of seeing that rise of Auburn again, you know, back to where they were, you know, 2010, 11, 12, 13, 14. They made that state run in 15. So a lot of exciting stuff around the Auburn football program. And, of course, Ryan Knox and Nathan's. They've always had a great product over there. They're going to continue to have that great product. But at this time, we are going to take a turn over to the Williamsville Bullets game from last week, a 42-14 win over Olympia for their homecoming game. And what a game by Jake Seaman and his favorite target of the night, Ethan Hines. Jake Seaman, 21 of 28, 316 yards, four touchdowns. You take a look at the receiving numbers for Ethan Hines. 10 receptions, 182 yards, two touchdowns. So it was awesome to be able to see Ethan come back out on the field, battled an injury all of last season. Felt like whenever he was rolling and really getting started again and we were starting to see flashes of what we see this year, you know, it, it always seemed that, you know, that injury would come back and he'd be back on the sideline. But it's been really exciting to watch him this year. Um, Mason Lidiker, Harley Sharp, Colvin Fleck, Jackson Workman also getting some receiving yards for this Williamsville Bullet team. But just so many different ways this Bullet team can hurt you. Jake Seaman can hurt you through the air. He can hurt you with his legs too. 15 carries, 68 yards, two touchdowns. Um, then you take a look at the rest of this running back system. Um, you know, Nathan Simcoe always talks about having a two running back system, which this Williamsville Bullet team definitely has between um, Harley Sharp and Mason Litaker. I think you could stretch things as far as a four running back system for this Williamsville Bullet team. Mason Litaker, Harley Sharp, Braylon Singer, Braddock Cates, they get a brunt of the carries. Uh, you know, down near the goal line, Colin Ripper to he'll come in, he'll try to shove his way into the end zone. Um, but, you know, four main guys getting touches for this Williamsville Bullet team, and that is really difficult for any team in the Sangamo Conference or any team that the Bullets are going to face this season, you know, to really shut down because each of them have their own different way of running. You know, Braddock Cates and Harley Sharp, those guys have some great speed to them. Get out into space, you know, they can juke around you, and then you take a look over at Mason Lidiker, who has the speed, but he also has the strength. Um, so he, he can do pretty much whatever he wants. He can run India. He can run around you. And then you got Braylon Singer, who definitely has a power set to him. Um, you know, he, he lost yards in the game um, on a pitch that just never really uh, ended up forming for him. But he fought for a long time to try to get back to the line of scrimmage. So a lot of fight in the way that Braylon Singer runs. And, you know, we've seen him return a kickoff the opening week of the season. So a lot of exciting stuff for the Williamsville Bullets as they beat the Olympia Spartans 42-14. to But at this time, we will have a quick Sangamo Conference rundown for the upcoming week. Big game this week for the Olympia Spartans and the New Berlin Pretzels. A huge game when you talk about how things kind of shake up for playoffs. New Berlin at 3-1, and one, Olympia at 2-2. Two and two. If Olympia wins this game, they move to 3-2. and two. Olympia, they've got some big games left on the schedule. They still have to play Moreau Forsyth. They still have to play Pleasant Plains. They've got to play Auburn, and they have to play Porta. This is a 
huge week for the Olympia Spartans. It's also a huge week for the New Berlin Pretzels. You know, we took a look at Olympia's upcoming schedule. We take a look at New Berlin's upcoming schedule. New Berlin's upcoming schedule consists of Olympia. Then they take on the Williamsville Bullets at home. That's the Silver Bucket rivalry game. Then they're away against the Athens Warriors. Then they're away against the Moreau Forsyth Trojans. Then they round out their season at home against Pleasant Plains. So if you can get a win against Olympia, you will not have to steal one of those games from those top three teams in the Sangamo. I'm not saying that New Berlin is not capable of doing it. I think that New Berlin is a very good team this year. You know, they've shown it throughout the first four weeks of the season. But if they can move to 4-1 and one on the season, you feel a lot better about your playoff chances. Then, you know, you still feel good at 3-2, and two, but then you got a, you got those three huge Sangamo Conference games three weeks in a row. So definitely a huge game coming up this week for the New Berlin Pretzels and for the Olympia Spartans as we take our turn over to Moreau Forsyth game this week. Moreau Forsyth takes on the Pittsfield Sockies this Friday. That game is in Pittsfield. So Pittsfield's going to go into that one. A huge game for them, you know, as far as playoff uh, eligibility goes. Um, you you got to get that win to uh, keep the 5-4 and four record hopes alive. But also, if you're Pittsfield going into this game, you know, set some goals. You know, you want to be able to move the ball a little bit sustain a few drives you know as as you have those goals every week um and i think that this is another game for zach ferguson to get some good coaching looks in you know with that staff from a row forsyth going against him and i think that that is going to do it for the talk on the moreau forsyth and pittsfield game and then we take a look over at the riverton game coming up this week riverton takes on the Pleasant Plains Cardinals, you know, Pleasant Plains, they're going to look to move to two and three. Riverton going to look to get a win on the home turf, keep their playoff hopes alive. You know, it would be nice to see a Riverton, you know, have a good game for their home crowd, um, you know, maybe, maybe even get a win on that new turf, you know, definitely a lot of goals for this Riverton team as they head into this one, you know, but as uh, Nathan Simcoe talks about, you know, Little victories, set goals for your team each week, you know, fulfill them as you work towards the bigger picture for the uh, future of a program. So Pleasant Plains, once again, looking to move to two and three. Riverton looking to move to one and four to keep the playoff hopes alive. And then we take a look at the Auburn game this week. This week, Auburn plays Porta. Auburn, they're going to look to move to three and two on the season, get above 500 and set themselves up good for the last four weeks of the regular season. It should be fun to watch, um, see what the Auburn Trojans bring to the table, what the Port of Blue Jays bring to the table. Once again, the Auburn Trojans and the Port of Blue Jays going against each other on Friday night. That game will take place at 7 p.m. in Porta. But now we take a turn over to a battle of the unbeatens, Forno Athens hosting Forno Williamsville. Athens homecoming game a huge game for these two teams you know somebody is punching their ticket to the postseason moving to 5-0 and that locks your record above 500 worse you can go after that 5-4 and 
Um, so a huge game this week for these two teams. You know, really going to see this is the first clash of those top three historic teams that we've seen. You know, Maroa still has to play, still Athens and Williamsville. So this is could give us a little preview of what is in store for the rest of the season. Always an exciting game between these two. You know, you go back to last year, Josh Cates. Gets a sack on fourth down, you know, brings out Jake Siemens. Siemens able to take a knee, Bullets win that game, and they advance to 1-1 one and one on the season. They went on to win the Sangamo Conference, so definitely a huge game, uh, you know, in the eyes of the Athens Warrior. The only game that they lost in the regular season last year was that game to Williamsville. Athens ended up going 8-1 and one last season uh, in the regular season, so a little bit of a revenge game. For the Athens Warriors, not to mention that it is Athens homecoming and you always want to get a win in front of your home crowd on homecoming, but definitely a tall task as you take a look at this Williamsville team. They've had the ability to put up points. They've had the ability to limit teams from putting up points. So this is definitely going to be a great clash of two unbeaten teams, two great coaching staff, Ryan Knox and his staff versus Aaron Coons and his staff. It does not get much bigger than that in the Sangamo conference channel 1450 will have the highlights of that game you know me and nathan simcoe we're going to try to work our way over to the athens warriors athletic complex set up a little radio broadcast there to where you will be able to get the commentary of the game we're very excited to do that always exciting when we can head on over to an away game watch a quality game and be able to bring it back home to you the viewers but if you can get out to Athens on Friday night at 7 p.m. Be there. You will not want to miss it. Huge game in the Sangamo Conference. A clash of the unbeaten Athens Warriors and the Williamsville Bullets. But at this time, I'm going to wrap this episode up by saying thank you to all of the listeners. I'm Seth Coons. We'll be back next week. Have a great one. An away game. Watch a quality game and be able to bring it back home to you, the viewers. But if you can get out to Athens on Friday night at 7 p.m. Be there. You will not want to miss it. Huge game in the Sangamo Conference. A clash of the unbeaten Athens Warriors and the Williamsville Bullets. But at this time, I'm going to wrap this episode up by saying thank you to all of the listeners. I'm Seth Coons. We'll be back next week. Have a great one. An away game. Watch a quality game and be able to bring it back home to you, the viewers. But if you can get out to Athens on Friday night at 7 p.m. Be there. You will not want to miss it. Huge game in the Sangamo Conference. A clash of the unbeaten Athens Warriors and the Williamsville Bullets. But at this